Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Well, good morning, everyone. This is another wonderful Wednesday, and we are glad to be back for another round of NABWIC Talks, our blog talk podcast. So I'm so excited to be here this morning. I am your host, Jackie Perry. I'm CEO of J. Perry & Associates and a tech company called Data Architect providing technical solutions for the Department of Defense. But I am also a member of NAWIC and uh, head of our marketing committee, but it gives me a great deal of pleasure to be able to introduce to you our multi-talented guest this morning, Ms. Shaniqua Garcia. And I say she's multi-talented, she's multi-talented, but she's also a multifaceted entrepreneur who has several businesses and, believe it or not, a very strong orientation towards the construction industry. So before I read to you her brief bio, I'd just like to say good morning. Good morning, Shaniqua. Good morning. Good morning, Jacqueline. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me. How are you Well, we are delighted to have you on the show today, and I'm glad that you could be with us. Uh, So I'm going to go right into the show uh, because our time usually just gets away from us so quickly. But let me just tell you a little bit about our guest, Shaniqua Garcia-Stewart. So Shaniqua is a trailblazer in the beauty industry. And for those of us that are ladies, that's always an area of interest and an area of great participation. So she's a trailblazer in that area with over 15 years of experience. She is a master cosmetologist, a certified, and Shaniqua, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, if I pronounce this wrong, is it trichologist? Trichologist. 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 Okay, thank you. A certified trichologist, educator, and entrepreneur. Shaniqua has built her career empowering women of all walks of life to embrace their beauty both inside and out. 
She's the owner of Inner Beauty Salon, Pearl Salon Suites, and the founder and executive director of Inner Beauty Empowerment Project, Inc. Her hair care skills include natural hair, relaxers, cuts, colors, extensions, and hair restoration. She does hair for models, actors, and performers for live events, videos, and photo shoots. Her work is trusted by major hair product companies, including Design Essentials, Aunt Jackie's Curls and Coils, Aunt Jackie's Girls, Africa's Best, and Origin Smooth. Her work can also be seen in online productions and magazines. Now, if you think that's an impressive repertoire, Shaniqua is also an advocate of continuing education and a lifelong student. She received her certification in trichology, the biological and scientific study of hair and scalp from the Natural Trichology Training Institute. She also studied hair loss and hair replacement under industry experts, including Deshaun Bullard, Tony Love, and Samaj. Shaniqua learned advanced cutting techniques at Vidal Sassoon Academy, graduated from Bureau Academy with her cosmetology license, and earned a B.A. in science with a minor in business from Albertus Magnus College. Now, this is a young lady who... Uh, has embraced a career, and as you can tell from the enormous amount of study and time that she's put into it, she's developed herself into a renowned expert. So we're not just talking about any cosmetologist here. We're talking about the cosmetologist. So Shanika wants to get welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Sometimes you forget how much you have done once someone else has read your bio for you. <laughs> I tell you, it is so amazing. And on top of all of this, and I know we're going to be getting into this also, we're going to be talking about uh, your uh, path into uh, construction and, uh, and those kinds of things. So although I've read your bio, which, again, is just so impressive, and uh, I, I'm impressed. I'd like for you to just take a moment and maybe just fill in the gaps a little bit. Tell our audience a little bit more about your background and how you came to do what you do today. I gotcha. So I am originally from New Haven, Connecticut. I've been in Georgia for about 12 years now, um, and growing up, you know, Hair was a, a, a space of just self-expression. Um, we didn't get to go to the hair salon often, and so my mom, you know, resorted to doing my hair and, you know, always wanting to look, you know, pretty and feel pretty um, and, and wear the latest trends and different things like that. You know, I just kind of resorted to doing my own hair just like many young girls have done, um, and I developed this interest, you know, of just wearing different hairstyles. And I was always, always, always changing my hair, um, changing, you know, your clothes, your style, your environment, you know, different things like that. And so just kind of over the years, it's just developed something that I really was interested in. Um, but originally, that really wasn't the career path <laughs> that I thought I was going to go on. Um, I wanted to be a teacher. 
And um, my parents are West Indian. Um, they're originally from Trinidad. And, you know, education was always important, you know, coming from uh, Caribbean background, moving from another country to the U.S. You know, you come here, you get a good job, you get your education, you lay down your foundation, um, and you get a, you know, you retire from your job, and that's it, you know. But um, I started along that path and just, you know, started to shift a little bit because as I was in school, I noticed that my passion for hair started to increase a little bit more than, you know, wanting to become, you know, um, excuse me, an elementary educator. And once I found a space, um, a salon that I was able to work in um, while I was in college, I wound up going that direction and going that route and and trying to embrace being a hairstylist full time. and it was it was a great experience, you know. And it actually encouraged me again to go to um, cosmetology school. I met some very very wonderful um, clients, and most of their background was in um, social work. And I had a, a opportunity to go and do children's hair in, in foster homes and group homes, and since it was something that I wanted to continue, having a cosmetology license was necessary because I was just offering braids to the children at the time. And um, it it really kind of started that journey of, you know what, this is what I want to do. I want to be able to make an impact on lives. And it more than just being, you know, I I did your hair. Because for me, the skill came easily, but to be able to make someone feel beautiful um, love what they see in the mirror, um, and watch them transform in the chair, you know, from feeling a little insecure to keeping their head held high, looking at, at themselves more than they usually do, and being able to constantly do that. Um, I think that's the part that, you know, <laughs> constantly made me like, I have to do this all the time because, you know, to just make people feel good, it's it's amazing. Wow, thank you for sharing uh, a little more about that background and what motivated you to do what you do. Now, I I also noticed, uh, again, in your file, in addition to the study around cosmetology, that you took the uh, time you earned a BA in science, and you also minored Mm -hmm. in business. Uh, So what was the motivation behind those studies, for instance, uh, on the business side, did you always know you wanted to be um, more than just a cosmetologist? That you did you always want to be a business owner or an entrepreneur? So it it kind of fell in my lap, to be honest with you, because um, my experience working in the hair salon happened before I got my cosmetology license and my business license. When you are a booth renter, you're technically your own business and your own, you know, you are an entrepreneur. You have to buy inventory. You have to market to your clients. You know, you just share the space, you know, with other stylists. So I entered entrepreneurship at a very young age. I mean, I was doing hair in high school, you know, um, and, and making money from it, you know, and we – so it was something that I think I was already doing without knowing I was doing it. And then um, being in the salon space and watching the owner operate her business kind of encouraged me to minor in business, you know, to just kind of get some more 
um, education and more knowledge and understanding of what all that goes in. You know, so you're kind of from the outside watching, you know, looking in and, and even starting your own practices of, like, managing your books, you know, booking appointments, understanding how um, it translates to money and how that money translates to what you save, what you pay for rent, so your booth rent, what you buy for products, and then what you take home, you know. So some of it is still simple math, but then being able to learn about projections and how to upsell and retail and different things like that. So the minor in business definitely just kind of helped take it to the next level. Great. Thank you for uh, sharing that. And I'm going to let our uh, our co-host is going to uh, interject something right now. Go ahead, Jada. Sure. Good morning. And wow, what an awesome servant leader, Shaniqua Garcia. This is awesome. Yes. So my question is, what do you think is your unique skill that that may have helped you become so successful because it sounds like you're wearing um, multiple hats in such a unique industry already, health and beauty, and then you just took it to the master mastery level and then backed that up with business and then construction in there too. So what makes you or what do you think, um, you know, is so unique about your skill to be able to be so successful? Um, I, to be honest, I really think it's about being a, a visionary um, person to be able to see and be able to project um, and see change and how it comes. Um, I think with the industry, you constantly have to evolve yourself um, from the trends to the latest techniques, and you, you're constantly moving. And I think that um, – I think in, in total it's, it's about transformation, um, transforming your space, you know, the environment that you're in, uh, transforming lives, transforming hairstyles, you know, transforming someone's look. And um, so I think that being able to see that, because sometimes you can see what the end result is, but other people can't see. Um, and they have to trust your vision as they kind of go along with you, you know. So being able to kind of um, – have that have that space of just being a visionary, you know, person to be able to say, okay, I know this is where we are. Can really see us going here, um, and I think I've just always been that way. Always have been that way. It sounds like it because you were doing this in high school without really even knowing or realizing what you were doing, being a young entrepreneur. Um, in cosmetology already, and then as you grew or matured into adulthood, it sounds like you just took it to the next level. So I just applaud you on that. That is just so awesome. So where do you see yourself um, in the next five years, or do you have any plans or unique things coming up as far as business goals or driving the bus that way? Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, with Pearl Salon Suites, um, which is a, I know we're going to probably dive into that, um, but it is a, I like to call it a co-working space for beauty professionals. Um, It is another, you know, vision that really God gave me. Um, I saw a salon suite before I ever actually saw other people create a salon suite. I've never seen an example of it. It was just something that was given to me. Um, I remember my experience as a booth renter, 
and always feeling like I loved the camaraderie of the space, but there were times when it was really chatty, really loud, and some of my clients, you know, didn't always want that type of experience. And I was always thinking, like, it would be super cool that we can work amongst each other but still be in our own private spaces, come out when you want to interact in, in the common areas, if you will, but then when you want to provide your client with a more intimate, more quiet, or more relaxing environment, you have the opportunity of doing that. And I always said, you know, I would definitely want to kind of create that space. And and I had that vision in 2004, but it wasn't until 2013 that it actually came to fruition. Um, and it, But all the years of just kind of going through different business models kind of helped me get to that particular space. And it was necessary to prepare me for where I am today. But to answer your question for the five-year mark, um, I actually would love to see this as a franchise. Um, there are a couple of um, other franchises um, out there, and I would like to be one of the brick and mortars, you know, of, of those um, larger chain franchises. Awesome, awesome. That is great. Thank you, uh, Jada, too, for, for those those questions. And as you can see already, our listening audience has a lot of uh passion, vision, education that Shaniqua has combined to be where she is today, and she definitely does have those long-term goals uh, for franchising her organization. Now, we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about uh, her organization. So she's got three uh, organizations, uh, two salons, and she's also the founder of Any Beauty Empowerment Project. And as I understand it, uh, Shaniqua actually uh, took on some of the construction uh, responsibilities or aspects of those uh, projects. So we're going to hear a little bit more about that after this commercial. We'll be right back. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Yes, we are back, and we are talking to our special guest, Ms. Shaniqua Garcia-Stewart, who is the uh, CEO and founder of uh, three companies, and... Uh, they are uh, Inner Beauty Salon, Pearl Salon Suites, and she's founder and executive director of Any Inner, sorry, Beauty Empowerment Project Inc. So, Shanika, we've been hearing a lot of great things 
about you and the fact that, you know, again, you're you're passionate, you're visionary. And uh, so there's a lot of things that uh, you have embraced as a founder and an entrepreneur. And one of those, I understand, is actually in the building of your salon. I understand you had a very heavy involvement, which kind of uh, takes us to uh, NABWIC a little bit in terms of the construction energy in um, construction industry. So, would you take a moment and explain to us your involvement in actually building your company? I know you're building it from an entrepreneurial standpoint, but the actual physical building of these enterprises. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so with Pearl Salon Suites um, more specifically, um, the build-out for that was um, very, very exciting um, because we got to see something, um, you know, built out from scratch, um, from creating floor plans, layouts, making sure the dimensions for, you know, is there enough room for salon chairs, dryers, um, making sure the acoustics in the space is, you know, um, well, you know, um, the soundproofing was well enough so that, you know, when your next-door neighbor is blow-drying or whatever, you know, that you're not hearing full-on conversations. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, just the just the flow of the space, you know, break rooms to, you know, just all of those different things. Um, and to be able, again, to see this vision come to life and having a great team and, um of contractors, you know, that that you work with to be able to kind of help, help them um, see your vision because sometimes they're looking like, okay, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm going to do what you tell me to do. And then at the end for them to be able to see it like, wow, this came out really nice, you know. Um, and, again, if they don't understand the industry, they don't understand why it's important to have this much space in between each shampoo bowls or the dryers and stations need to be this far apart, you know, just different things like that. So, um so just, like I said, understanding what the, the needs are of the particular beauty professional, how the space can be utilized, um, and because I'm in that space as well, um, it, it definitely helped make the process go along. When we did our second project, um, I think the thing that was a little bit different was working with the first space was um, had some existing walls and things like that, and the other location was complete, like, uh, white box, and we had to build up 20 suites um, and just dealing with codes and, you know, different county have different regulations and restrictions. Um, and so just doing the research, you know, um, of what different um, codes are required, you know, per county. Um, so I think that's the part, you know, at least from a learning perspective, that even though you have done this type of project before, if you go into different states, different cities, different counties, they all have different requirements and processes. So just doing the research prior to to make sure that the construction, you know, timeline can kind of flow the way you need it to because then you start to go into the space of, you know, you're not going to be making any money <laughs> because the construction project took too long. No, thank you for, for sharing that. And because – uh, as you mentioned earlier when we were uh, chatting and also in your bio, you certainly are a lifelong learner. So do you have any plans in the future for pursuing a uh, construction, maybe not career, but anything additional in the arena of construction? Um, 
Yeah, you know, I have definitely um, been thinking about, um, with the help of Miss Monique Strong, she is uh, one of the members who have invited me and who has introduced me to your organization um, in, like, either project management. Um, I have definitely been sought after for helping other um, entrepreneurs who want to start a salon suite um, you know, organization or, or business, and so being able to kind of help support them through that process, putting packages together so that we can, you know, help them to build something that's either of their own or just similar to what, you know, I already have in place. No, that's great. That's great. And speaking of helping, uh, there was another project that you were involved in, I believe it was uh, last year. Uh, again, we talked about how you – are interested in helping women achieve beauty both inside and out. And uh, so you joined with NABWIC on another project that helped out a young high school student. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, that was that was an awesome, awesome, awesome experience. Um, we um, were able to just to transform again this young lady who had a sweet, 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 um, personality, disposition, great energy about herself, and she was just really excited to be nominated um, and to, you know, receive um, the beauty services, um, you know, through consultation and just figuring out the perfect look um, that can help to translate from her prom look all the way to graduation um, and, and selecting a style that would go best with her um, with her dress. Um, and for her to, again, to just feel beautiful and to be excited about um, about going to prom, you know. Sometimes some people don't get to go to prom or are not afforded the opportunity to um, to have, you know, someone to support them in the sense of getting a dress and your nails and hair and things like that done. So I was glad to, to be a part of, you know, um, her being able to go uh, to the prom and, and to look beautiful while she was attending. Well, I am certain that that took uh, a long uh, went a long way towards increasing her self esteem. And in fact, I mentioned to you that I actually met the young lady in Atlanta recently, and mm-hmm. she indeed was a beautiful uh, young lady who has entrepreneurial aspirations herself. And uh, and we mm-hmm. never know if we do like what you just did that actually help plant seeds in individuals. So just, again, uh, just promoting her self-confidence and her self-awareness. You could even see it there some months later, you know, as we sat there Uh in Atlanta. So thanks for that and for everything else that uh, you do in that arena. And I've just been talking so much. I've just been so intrigued. I do want to pause for a moment because, for those that are listening audience that are out there, they may have questions. And as you heard during the uh, commercial, you can just press one. If you're dialing in, you can press one on your phone and we'll know that you have a question. We'll put you in the queue and you can ask a question of our, our guest, Shanika Garcia-Stewart, as we're kind of winding up, up now. So, while we're waiting for those uh, questions, or there may be some additional uh, comments, I uh, do also want to thank our co-host, uh, Ms. Jada Williams, who's on the uh, line with us as well. But uh, I do have one question uh, for you, uh, Shaniqua, and all of us are interested, 
like you said, in lifelong learning, in self-development. And so one of the questions we like to ask all of our guests uh, is around what uh, type of book they are currently reading. So do you have a favorite author or favorite book uh, that you're engaged in right now that you can share with our listening audience? Um, (laughs) To be honest, I don't um, at this time because I – um, as wearing all these many different hats, um, it has been a little bit more challenging to um, sit down and have quiet time to read a book. Um, as mentioned um, earlier, I do have a son, um, and so I'm new <laughs> to motherhood and just finding, finding that balance, you know. Um, that's probably been the, the biggest thing in, in all of these hats that I wear um, is finding the best balance. Um, and so if anything, it's more of looking for just little blurts of positive um, quotes and um, affirmations, you know, because it can be um, really hard sometimes to, um, to, to wear all the hats at the same time, and definitely something is going to be a little bit off, and you have to take a moment to just pause for a second and regroup and rebalance, you know, being a mom, a wife, you know, um, an entrepreneur, an educator, just all of those different things, and everyone sometimes needs your attention at the same time. So, um, so again, finding that quiet time to read has been a little bit more challenging, but it is something that is on my list of things to do um, as I as I rebalance <laughs> everything. What? I can imagine that's definitely a balancing act. So, hey, kudos to you for the other hat <laughs> that you're uh, wearing <laughs> as well. That That's totally amazing. That's totally amazing. Well, I'm going to uh, round out with one more question. I don't see any hands uh, right now. But, uh, again, you work with women all the time. And, of course, our organization is the National Association of Black Women Construction, full of women. And because we are in a male-dominated industry, some may think, oh, yeah, you know, we're you know, trying to be tough with a deep voice. But that is so far from the truth. Uh, we are women, but we definitely uh, value our, our beauty and we value our femininity. So what advice as being in the career that you are and because you are concerned about women being beautiful both inside and out, what advice would you offer to our young girls and our young women as we start to close out the show? Um, I I definitely think, you know, just be your authentic self um, and, and being able to just to find who you are, um, once you've done that, you know, just to continue to walk in that space and and to support one another. Um, I think that for us to be in a space where it's not that many of us and it is male-dominated, that we do have to stick together and support one another. Um, I think there's enough out there for everybody, you know, um, from different contracts and different leads and, you know, collaborating with one another on different projects, you know, and, um, and, and don't be afraid to be a trailblazer um, because I think that, you know, you never know who you're inspiring by taking a risk, you know, and to lead the way because as you are the person that may be the only one in your school or your community 
or in your area who's doing something in particular, you never know who's watching you and who you're inspiring. So keep going, keep moving. And as you move up along the trail um, to make sure you reach back and you help and bring along another person. Thank you so very much. That's great advice. And I would say to all the women out there, uh, yes, we are trailblazers. And uh, and that's certainly something to, to think about and think about all the points that uh, Ms. Garcia Stewart made, and especially during this month. Uh, this month, as many of you know, March is Women's History Month. And uh, Shaniqua, I would like to salute you during this month as being a not only a woman in business, but a trailblazer yourself. So congratulations. Thank you very much. And same to you. And we also want to thank you for being on the show. There are dozens of additional questions we could uh, potentially ask, but we we are ending uh, our getting close to our time right now. So we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap up the show. I do want to once again thank our co-host, Ms. Jada Williams. Jada, any last comments you want to make before we end? Um, no, actually, you took my last question <laughs> that I was so eager <laughs> to ask hanging off of my chair because I wanted to know what awesome advice Shaniqua would give to our listeners, to beginners, and to the in-betweeners and their entrepreneurship because it sounded like, you know, you move so natural and organically you and that has um, helped you to be so successful. So um, I hope that um, our listeners really enjoyed the show today. And like you said, there's so many more questions I wanted to ask um, and to discuss with you. And I know you'll come back and visit us again so we can dig deeper into your project management um, skills that you have developed and things of that nature for NAPWIC. Definitely. We've got to have you back on the show. <laughs> this has been great. Well, this definitely. Has been great. We would love to be here, yes. Thank you. Well, we want to thank you again, uh, Shaniqua, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us today. And to our listening audience, we'll be back on next Wednesday for another great guest. Uh, We want to wish everybody, again, a wonderful Wednesday. And here's to, again, National Women's History Month. We'll see you next week. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.